On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the New Orleans Pelicans in a game that can only be described as embarrassing. Lots to get into. Jason Kidd had one of the most fascinating quotes of the season. We will talk about that coming up on today's Locked On Mavs. And this is Locked On Mavericks don't believe you shouldn't be here and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick engstead media member and manager of the locked on podcast network and joining me here at the aac as you can see if you're watching this on youtube is a lot of sad Mavs fans that have left the arena. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you're watching this one, you're a real one. You're you're a real Lockdown Mavs fan. You're a real Mavericks fan, a Raccoon Squad card-carrying member and all that, because this one was absolutely brutal for the Mavericks. But there are some interesting things we're going to talk about and a, a fascinating quote from Jason Kidd that I think makes, honestly, this game worth it for me to be able to be here to think about what Jason Kidd said. He talked about how this team was built and how they're not built for a certain style of basketball. And it's really, it's a really fascinating thing. So stick around. We'll be talking about that. We'll get into it. The Dallas Mavericks lost 91 to 107. And this one felt weird from the jump. It just felt like the Mavericks were coming out. Didn't feel like they had a lot, lot going for them. It was a really low scoring first quarter. And the big takeaway from this one is the Mavericks are still live and die by the three. Nothing has changed in that regard. The Mavericks haven't added anything. They haven't, added any sets they haven't changed it the way that they've decided to, to run their offense they haven't changed any of that the Dallas Mavericks still 10 and 34 in this game from three under 30 percent from three and they lose to the New Orleans Pelicans a team that they just beat and they beat they beat them by a lot but the reason why is because they shot 70 percent from the field and so that led Jason Kidd after the game to to you know to say this team isn't built no this team is built for offense this team is not built for defense we have to get out of this mode of we miss shots and then we come back down the court with our heads hung low and just looking down or getting stuck with the refs and trying to argue calls and things like that. Uh, and Jason Kidd smiled after that and said, our opponent, they don't hang their heads when we miss shots. They like when we, we miss shots. He keeps trying to insert some humor into the end of these post games when the Mavericks lose by like 20 or something like that. And it's just, it's very awkward for everybody, I think. But that was the big thing. Jason Kidd said, we're built to play offense. We're not built to play defense. And that is the reason why the Mavericks, when they miss shots, they hang their head and they don't get back on defense. They don't get back in transition. A lot was said after the game about Luka arguing with the refs and getting back and forth with the refs. Uh, if you can see, the lighting in here is completely changing. There's a, there's a marquee over here. So if I go to red, that means I'm in just complete anger mode. And if I go to white, then that means I'm, I'm back if you're watching this on YouTube. But Luka Doncic in this game, 7 of 9 from the from the free throw line. He went to the free throw line nine times, but he thought he got a lot more calls than that. He, he was getting beat up all over the place, and he had a couple times he had a case to be made. However, he can't get stuck in this whole routine, this whole mentality of, well, if I don't get this call, if I don't get this one call, then I stop what I'm doing, I get up, I look at the ref, I scream at the ref, I yell at the ref, I put my hands up, and then on the other end, the Mavericks have a four on five. Like they're, they're, they don't have all their defenders back there. Luca's not back there. And that's the leader of this Mavericks team not being involved in a play, which all of a sudden then makes the Mavs start quitting, basically. They quit on plays. They start quitting on defense. They start quitting on different things. I think the only person, there's two people in this game that did not quit, I thought, from start to finish, and that was Maxi Kleba and Dorian Finney-Smith. Everyone else 
followed Luca's lead. They followed suit and they just said, okay, well, if Luca's not going to go back on defense, then why should I try an extra? Why, why should I try an extra effort? Why should I go after this? Um, but one of the reasons why Jason Kidd's comment was so interesting is because Kevin Gray asked this question. It was a great question after the game. Why has this message of, well, we, we hang our heads after we miss shots and we, you know, we don't get back on defense. Why has that message not resonated? Because Jason Kidd has said that line to us upwards of four or five times to us, to the media. So if he's saying this to us so many times, you know, he's been saying it to his team because it's, it's very apparent. It's something we can see. If I can see it, I know the coaching staff sees it too. So why are the Mavs still dealing with this? Why are they still having this problem of we miss shots and then we go hang our heads and then we don't go back on defense? Why are they still having this issue? And that's what led him to say, this team is not built for, for defense. This team is built for offense. So much to unpack from that comment. What was he trying to do? There, I, I can look at a couple different things that Jason Kidd could have been alluding to when he made that statement. The first one, if you just think about it, was Jason Kidd literally just sending a message to the front office and say, hey, we got to make some moves. We got to change something. Mark Cuban, Nico Harrison, change something. Make something happen. This team is not built to do what you guys want it to do. Was he saying that? I don't know. Jason Kidd hasn't done anything like that yet so far in Dallas. We know he's had his, his, his hand in a couple of, of baskets before. We know he's had his hand in you know wanting some, some power in Brooklyn, wanting some power in Milwaukee, and then that not working out for him. Um, and everybody was waiting when he got hired by the Lakers. Littlefinger Kid or Kittlefinger was his nickname. They were waiting for him to start making some kind of move. Was Jason Kidd trying to do that? I don't think so. I don't think that's exactly what he was trying to go for. It is a really interesting angle, though. It is a really interesting angle to think about if Jason Kidd is, is going that way and saying, hey, why am I getting blamed for this team the way that they're playing right now? This team isn't built to do what you guys want it to do. This team isn't built. They don't have the talent, which is what all of you guys have been saying, which is what all the, you know, the Mavs fans have been saying. Get better players. Do better. They haven't been good since 2000. They haven't changed anything you know, significant since 2019, all that kind of stuff. Fair. The Mavericks haven't made significant changes. Mavericks keep coming up with, you know, reasons. They were right there. We almost beat the Clippers, this and that. Is this Mavericks team not built to do what we all want it, we all want them to do or what the Mavericks think they should do, what their goals are? We talked a couple days ago about how the Mavericks' goals, should they change? Should they change so far this, this season? Now that we've seen them play 20, 21 games now. It's interesting. Is this team not built to do what the Mavericks want them to do? Was, is that what Jason Kidd was saying? It's possible. We're built to play offense, not built to play defense. Jason Kidd, all offseason, what did he say? Defense, defense, preaching defense. We're going to get better at defense. We'll be better at the defensive end. Well, this team's going to play a little defense. That's what he said at his introductory press conference. Before he had even probably talked to any of the players, he said, well, we're going to look a little different. This team's going to play a little defense. That's what Jason Kidd said in that exact pentameter. I, I, could, I have it down at this point. This team is not playing a little defense. <laughs> They're not. They're ranked 22nd in defense coming into this game. I do not think that that improved after this game at all. After the Pelicans were able to just kind of get what they wanted in the second half, Brandon Ingram was able to go off. He had a double-double. Uh, and you look up, and all of a sudden, Kevin Gray and I looked at each other and said, hold on, Brandon Ingram has 12 assists? That should not happen. Brandon Ingram's not a guy that dishes out 12 assists. <laughs> the Mavericks should be able to stop that. The Mavericks should be able to uh, game plan against that. They just played him. Jonas Valanciunas is something I don't think they can game plan against. That's something, if he went off, that's different. If Brandon Ingram goes off, you had everybody available to, to guard him. You had Bullock, you had 
Dorian Finney-Smith, you had Maxi. Maxi was the best defender on him tonight. Frank Nilakina was probable and then was active to play, did not play for whatever reason. Mavericks defensive rating in this one, 110.3. That's actually not a bad defensive rating, but the offense was awful in this game in general. So maybe their maybe their defensive rating will get a little better after this game, but they it does they don't deserve it. This this team does not deserve to have their offensive rating, their defensive rating get improved and be better and rank better. So if anyone brings that number out to you, that say that that's a false equivalency <laughs> because this team did not defend the ball well at all. The Pelicans just had a hard time hitting shots in the first half. So. This team is not built to play defense. They're built to play offense. Okay, well, the offense didn't show up either. There's a lot of other things to get into after this. But coming up, let's get into how this game was lost. What went wrong for the Mavericks? Luka Doncic and the officials, that has to be a conversation we'll get into coming up. But before we do, let me quickly tell you about Built Bar. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. I got one in my backpack over there. I have to eat one when I go out, when I uh, need a snack, when I need something on the run. I grab a Built Bar. It's a protein bar. They're absolutely delicious. They're great. And uh, you can get one right now. You go to built.com, use the promo code LOCKS15. You'll get a 15% welcome bonus with your, uh, you'll go ahead and get 15% off whatever you do, whatever you get at Built Bar. The Built Broth, the Built Bites, all that kind of stuff. Great flavors all the time. The Coconut Brownie Chunk is delicious. It's great. Go check it out. Built.com. Again, promo code LOCKED15. All right. We got to talk about Luca and the officials. Luca in this game. Just didn't look right. He didn't look right, look right at all in this game. First half, Luca was um, Luca had 10 points, five boards, three assists. Just didn't look right. He was forcing a lot of stuff. In this game, he finished 21 points, 10 boards, seven assists. <laughs> Another hilarious stat line for a guy that just didn't look right, didn't have anything going for him. 20 points, 10 boards, seven assists. <laughs> That's just what we expect from Luca at this point. But seven of 20 from the field. He missed all six of his threes that he took. Seven of nine from the free throw line. So he hit his free throws. But missing all those threes just took him out of the game. Getting inside, he missed a couple bunnies late. The Mavericks had one run in the one one chance in the fourth quarter. I thought that could have really changed this game around. We'll talk about that a little in a little bit. But in that run, Luca missed two bunnies close stuff that he normally makes. He just didn't look right. Is it because of injury? Luca at, at at three different points in this game was holding his ankle, his leg, and then his head at different points in this game. He got beat up in this game. Afterwards, he was asked about that. He said no comment because I thought I think he was thinking that they were asking about officials. Should he have gotten more calls? Of course, he thinks he should have gotten more calls in this game. But it's interesting. Um, Luka didn't look right. Was the defense from the Pelicans? I don't know. Luka said after that he just didn't have enough energy. He didn't have the right energy. He needs to bring more energy into this game. And I think it's just a case of the Mavericks destroy the Pelicans to the game before this in New Orleans. They're like, all right, we're back at home. And we're just going to take advantage of them again. No game plan. We're not going to try anything different. Pick and roll and then nothing else. There's no options after that. And they just were going to do the same thing again. They thought they were going to shoot 70% from the field again. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. The Mavericks didn't shoot 70% from the field. Again, under 30% from three, 40% from the field overall. You can't expect to shoot 70% from the field. It's only happened one time in Dallas Mavericks history. It's because it was a record last game for the Mavericks. Uh, so it was interesting. Luka Doncic didn't look right. And then throughout the game, after he's getting hit, he, he was, like I said, was holding his ankle, was holding his knee, holding his head at different points. Was running after the officials and didn't get back on defense. It was one of the reasons why the Mavericks defense was so bad and why they quit on plays. Because he didn't get back on defense. He was asked about it after the game and said, you know, I just have to be, I just have to be better. Someone said, do you need to be more selective when you complain to the refs? And he said, 100%. 
So he takes it on himself. So that's two things. The Mavericks hang in their heads when they don't hit shots. And then when the Mavericks don't get calls, Lucas said he's got to be more selective when complaining about shots and complaining about calls to the refs. That's two things the Mavericks are taking responsibility for. But then Maxi had the, the quote, I thought, the quote of the night from players. Okay, we do a good job communicating that it's on a, about all these things, about hanging our heads, about complaining about the refs. Maxi said, we do a good job communicating. But then it's on us to actually change something. That's what Maxi said. And I agree. Now the Mavericks know what they have to do. They know what they have to change. They know what they got to get over. But are they going to do it? How do they change? Where does the leadership come from? Is it Luca? Does Luca come in and say that? This team doesn't have a lot of vets. That's why Isaac and I have been calling for veterans all offseason. So got to get somebody in there, whether it's Dragic or somebody. Get somebody in there that's older, that's been there before. It's been to a finals. It's been in a deep playoff run. Get somebody. J.J. Barea, what's he doing? Just sign him to a, sign him to a 10 day. Do something. Bring somebody in here that can speak to this team that's not a coach. That's the difference between when you're a coach and when you're a player. These are the times right now that they need those veterans. It'd be interesting to see who steps up. We asked Dwight Powell. We asked Dorian Finney-Smith on, on our media day interviews. We sat down with him, looked him across the table and said, at what point do you become a veteran? At what point do you become a guy that speaks to the rest of the team, that you know has authority in the rest of the team? Dorian Finney-Smith said, it's probably about now. It's probably about now in my career that I'm starting to become a veteran. Dwight said he didn't know. He didn't know whether he was a veteran or not. He's one of the longest tenured you know, NBA players on this team. So he kind of is de facto, you know, a veteran at this point. Is he the one that speaks to the media? Is he, or is, is he the one that speaks to the team? Is he the one that changes this stuff? I don't know. Is it KP? Or is it, is it, you know, somebody else? Is it Tim Hardaway? Guy that re-signed. Two guys making some of the most money on the team. Or is it just on Luca? Is it just Luca? He's the best player. Everybody takes their cues from him. Is he the one that just leads by example and changes this? That's probably what it's going to have to be because I don't know if anybody else is stepping up and saying anything. That's where we're at with this team, with this team right now. This is a 500 team, basically. The wins, you feel really good. The losses, you feel really bad. Live and die by the three. It's what we started with at the beginning of this show. The Mavericks are still doing that. They got to figure something out. They got to change something. It starts with Luca. Then it goes to Brunson. Brunson had another decent game. He's not dominating the way that he had been before the injury. He was minus, thir- minus 13, so that bench unit wasn't dominating the way that they have been. But Brunson, 16 points for him, three assists, 7-11 from the field. That's a decent Brunson game. Tim Hardaway Jr., not a decent Tim Hardaway Jr. game. Three of 11 from the field, two of six from three. He did have a couple of really good boards, three assists for him, but you got to do better. You got to do better if, you, if you're going to be that guy that gets signed to that deal, comes back, KP is out, and then Tim Hardaway Jr. has got to step up. Uh, I'll give props to Maxi Kleba and Dorian again. I, s- I said that they were the two guys that didn't quit on this team the whole game. I thought that that was true. Maxi, 13 points, nine boards, uh, five fouls. He earned all those. He earned all those fouls, except maybe the last one on Brandon Ingram that the maps, uh, the uh, you know that maybe wasn't wasn't exactly a foul. But four of eight from three, he finally hit his threes. Dorian, eight points, three boards, two assists, a steal, a block. He was around. He was doing stuff. He hit two threes as well. Two of his five threes. That's 40. percent That's good. Those two guys. They got a role in this rotation for sure. Uh, they actually played and they did well. The rest of the guys, Brunson, it felt like Brunson, Dorian, and Maxi were the only guys that had at least decent games in this one. Everybody else, not good. <laughs> not, not good for everybody else. Um, yeah, this game was interesting. The you know Brandon Ingram in this game, 24 points, 12 assists. He had eight boards, a couple steals for him. He shot 7 of 20. It's not like he had a dominating game either, actually. 
he he didn't shoot the ball incredibly well. The Mavericks just couldn't score. They couldn't, they couldn't get anything going against him. Uh, Herb Jones, the rookie for the Pelicans, did a lot better this game, I thought. He got destroyed by Luka in that first game. And I talked to Jake Madison, Locked On Pelicans host, and he said, man, I was really surprised how much Luka just, like, abused Herb Jones in the post and, and, like, took advantage of Herb Jones, you know, when Herb Jones was trying to guard Luka because Herb Jones had been a really, really good defender so far this season. But Luka came back, and Herb Jones, I thought, had you know, a little bit better game defensively. He learned some stuff. He came back, and he had he had Luka a little bit. And Luka maybe took, like, took him for granted and a couple of the shots that Luka missed. All right, so the, the one point in this game, I thought the Mavericks could actually come back. There was a moment that just felt good. Uh, you're like, okay, this is this is the shot for the Mavericks. This is their chance right here. Fourth quarter, the Mavericks had you know been tied in the third quarter, and then the Pelicans go on a 10-0 run, and Luka comes out. The Mavericks don't really do anything the rest of the quarter. And then the Pelicans come in. It's a 12-point game. Maxi takes a charge. They go and they they review it. You know, it's unsuccessful. Mavericks come out with Luka, Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr., Bullock, and Maxi. It's essentially a small ball lineup. Jason Kidd tried to change something. He tried to do something else. And so they tried it. They went out there. They're like, all right, this is the this is the time when the Mavericks can make something happen. The crowd was getting up. They were playing that video that, you know, pumps up the crowd noise. The, the one that with the the stupid like accelerator gauge that goes like this that's always fake. It's always fake. It's never it's like it's never gauging decimals kevin's laughing at me because he knows it's always going to go like this and then it's going to go to here and then it's going to go to here and then it's going to go to like what is this three o'clock and then it's going to go all the way over to you know to the end and it's going to be full at the end it's a it's, it's a fake but they're pumping up the crowd noise they posted the thing about oh chick-fil-a if an opponent misses two free throws at the same trip to the line and everybody was getting hyped. We were ready. The Mavericks were, were coming out. They were playing a small ball lineup. They were trying something new. They were down 12. Have to make a run here. First play, Luka comes out. Gets Herb Jones into the post. Turns around. Has an easy shot that he usually hits. Easy for Luka. Let, let's, let's be clear about that. Misses that shot close one. And then offensive rebound. Pretty sure Dorian got that one. Dorian or Matt. Or, uh, pretty sure Matt, or, uh, Bullock got that one. Hit, kicks it over. Tim Hardaway Jr. Wide open three. Completely misses it. Other end, Pelicans hit a shot, and it's just like the air comes out of the building. <laughs> just, just, the air comes out of the building after that. The fake, you know, applause meter didn't like didn't do its job. Then uh, come back, Luca hits Maxi for a three. Starting to feel it. Ten point game now. About six and a half minutes left. Then next time down the floor, Luca misses another close one, and he just doesn't look right. It's just something about Luca right now. It'll be interesting to see if he plays the second night of a back to back. If you listen to this, watching this on Saturday, they're going to play the Memphis Grizzlies. So it'll be interesting to see if Luca actually plays. He got pretty beat up. Porzingis, maybe they do a, a you know a switcheroo where where Porzingis sat this game and he's going to play against Memphis and Luca played this one and he's going to sit um, because I would sit Luca at this point. I would much rather have Luca be healthy and be right than try and force the second night of a back to back and either the leg or the ankle or something just get twisted. This Memphis team plays hard. This Memphis team coming up is going to be an interesting one. They just destroyed the Thunder by, what, 50, 70-something points? I said I said 50 and undershot them by 20 points for their win the other day. Uh, this Memphis team, even without John Moran coming in, they're going to be scrappy. They're going to play hard. So that's what the Mavericks have looking up. Uh, yeah. Jason Kidd said the team is built for offense, not built for defense. That'll be the one going around Twitter. Uh, comment below. Let us know. When's the last Mavericks game you've been to and which one you plan to go on next? When are you going to see this court next? When are you going to look at this court? Or if you've ever been to a Mavericks game or your favorite Mavericks game, comment on YouTube. Guys, we will be back 
Tomorrow, Isaac will have the post game after the Memphis game. Hopefully, that is a much better one. If you've stuck stuck around to the end, you're my favorite. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs. We will be back tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs.